2: game time decisions i am gabriel morenci and we're throwing it down with our main man the raging redhead cam stewart Uh, but you know what i've been concerned about uh, babano um you know we haven't had babano on the show in a couple of weeks Uh, sports have been taken away uh from us and we're talking about a man that lives in breeze uh sports 24 7 365 how you doing babano how you been keeping up
1: it's good to be on the show with you, Gabe. Obviously we'd like it to be under better circumstances than this and there's no sugar coating it. This has impacted me from a business standpoint and an obviously shutdown of sports around the world it's impacted me, but nobody wants to hear my sob stories. We've got better bigger issues more important issues. And it's the worldwide health situation uh, that we're dealing with right now. Uh, You're finally seeing states like Florida. I saw a tweet earlier, uh, Ron DeSantis finally uh, getting the state there shut down. Uh, I think it took too damn long for it. But uh, finally, they're reacting to it. uh, And you're seeing just, you know, all the measures being taken, financial aid packages on both sides of the border to try to stem the tide and at least get the uh, citizens of uh, both countries, the U.S. and Canada, through what's likely going to be several months now. I think we need to stop burying our head in the sand, Gabe, and realize that this is a long-term situation, not a short-term one.
2: Well, it's nice to see you, you haven't changed at all, uh, Babana. we ask you, how you doing? <laughs> and you give us, you give us a siloquid, a little bit about uh, Florida, everything else, everything else in between. Uh, but yeah, obviously, this is this is going to be months and months. You know, it all comes back into a context into a sports into a sports, um, you know, the sports context uh, of it. And right behind you right now, I see Hamilton proud. And, of course, you are a, a very proud Hamilton Tiger Cat fan. And, you know, the Canadian Football League starts, you know, a lot sooner than, um, than the College of Football World does or the National Football League does. And there's concern whether we're going to be able to play um, college football or NFL football, uh, battle. No. I don't want to be the, you know, the Grim Reaper and be predicting what's going to happen six months from now because I can't. Uh, But one thing I can pretty much tell you is there'll be no fans like at NFL games. There's not going to be fans. College football is very, very challenging, you know, because it's spread out so much around the country. It's not isolated in cities. It's everywhere. Uh, This is going to be a crisis that could go. to 18 months before there's a vaccination for real doesn't mean we're all locked inside for 12 to 18 months but we could have problems with crowds moving forward but the CFL you know no one's really talking about the CFL that much but I've been following the situation and basically CFL is not starting on time but that much is pretty much factual right now
1: yeah it isn't starting on time training camps have been postponed already The announcement was made earlier this week. And, of course, training camps are scheduled to start middle to late May. So that tells you we're looking at least into June with things being on hold pretty much across the board. And I think you're going to start seeing the CFL look at contingency plans like a nine-game season, a 12-game season. It's going to be looking more and more unlikely that you'll be able to get a full 18-game CFL regular season in. Exactly. And And without without, fans.
2: And without fans. But you know what? The CFL might could potentially be one of the first ones out of the gate, uh, at least. I'm trying to think of like glass half full here. You know what I'm saying? Let's say everything's sort of, I think, as you stated, and anyone that follows me on Twitter, you know, I I tweet out sort of factual stuff. I don't get into the politics of this. I don't have time to argue about who's to blame and all that uh, right now. So I'm just more tweeting out. You know, Harvard professors and data and the models. It's all about algorithms, sports and uh, and COVID, too. Pepano, <laughs> right? See the charts and the graphs. And like you said, you, we'd be naive to believe that we're not in this for like three, four months uh, or so, probably a little bit longer. But to put in the sport context, look, Toronto's in lockdown until like June 30th. And I know they said, oh, there could be exceptions for certain events and sports, et cetera, if needed. Uh, But still, I still think it's naive. But the CFL, let's say hypothetically, came out of the gate and boom, started in July, late July, with no fans. They would really have, you know, they'd have a lot of eyeballs on their league. And let's be real, the CFL is one league, Babano. And I think some of these other leagues should take something out of this as well, actually, moving forward. But the CFL season is too long as it is. And I understand they, they make money and it's their revenue. They need so many games, et cetera, to, to pay the bills. I get it. And can they really raise ticket prices that much moving forward and television rights and everything? But the CFL wouldn't, be, wouldn't suck with a 12-game season. Ben, it's too long as it is, bro. 20 weeks is too long. It's too long.
0: Yeah,
1: and a nine-team league, and teams play teams in their own division three times. It tells you all you need to know about how the season is such a lengthy. Isn't it supposed to be a new team a lengthy, uh, Not yet. The, the, the Atlantic Schooners, the team that's expected to play out of Halifax. It's Why still do we always have away. to have
2: bad names, man? Because people are going to say, oh, you mean the Sooners. And what is it? No, repeat it. What is it?
1: The Schooners. S C H O O N E R. Just call yourselves
2: the Sooners at this point in time. Yeah.
1: Why are I they the stuff? What the hell is a
2: <laughs> I can live with the Red Blacks. The Red Blacks is weird, and people are like, oh, I don't know. "You know, it's a Red Black," but it sounds cool. The Ottawa Red Blacks. <laughs> it's a, it sounds cool. Um, shooters does not sound cool.
1: Like it's a I horrible hate, name. It's a horrible I hated, name. I hated Red Blacks at the beginning, but now I've gotten used to it, and it's like I accept it now. Ottawa Red Blacks. It's That's not unique. bad. There could be do a lot. Could do a lot worse than that. Uh, no question about it. Schooners, you're right. Uh, that name doesn't really uh, get a lot of excitement. And, wow, look at this great name and this great uh, new team coming into the CFL, the Schooners. Let's go. I'm excited. I thought not they were supposed to.
3: Up. Yeah,
1: Obviously, not now they're, like not, yeah.
2: they're not coming into the league in in, no. in a cup. No. So they're going to have to wait another year now. Um, and financially, geez, you know what I mean? Like, Then the CFL, the CFL, like, isn't the NFL. They can't really afford – The CFL can't really afford not to make money, like, to to be wiped out. Like, the CFL teams can get pretty hurt. Like, they're not NFL owners. You know, there's a few rich dudes in the CFL that own teams, but it's not the same dynamic. Yet, the CFL might be looking for a government bailout when it's all said and done, which actually I would support because the CFL is a big fabric. You're going to give it to corporations and everything, you know, if it wipes the CFL out think i would be is.
1: tempted to take money out of my own pocket to keep the CFL alive. You know, that's what I'm luck. saying. Like if someone said, yeah, but all right, you're going to bitch about like, oh,
2: it cost you 300 bucks in taxes to keep the CFL. You'd be like, oh, "I'll gladly pay. Yeah, <laughs> right? exactly. like, that's what I was going to say. I said it on Twitter about the people in Texas and Florida with the slow shutdowns. They don't get it, right? Like they think it's a New York thing. They think it's like an East Coast liberal thing. They don't, you know what I mean? They don't buy into it. Uh, oh we're Texas we're going to be tough we're you know whatever I would warn them and I'd say listen if you guys don't close down just for the record like you know show them the clippings there'll be no football like imagine like you know what I mean not, they won't be laughing in Texas Babano um, if they tell them yeah, no the Longhorns aren't playing because all you idiots ran around uh, for a couple of months and you prolonged this thing so now the Longhorns aren't playing and the Cowboys can't play here right like you know maybe if you put it in notes like, like you said cuz people would bitch, I'm not I don't want to subsidize the CFL, but you're like, "I'll gladly do it. I'll chip in too." I'll be like, "Yeah, yeah, save the league." <laughs> same league after. But you got to put it in the sports context for people sometimes for them to figure it out.
1: I agree with you. Excellent point because you heard the US President Donald Trump say the last few weeks, the hot spots. You know, the hot spot has been a popular term. Well, for football purposes, what are the hot spots? Texas? florida and to think that these Dude, louisiana are, that's lsu yeah, like those exactly. people
2: there's no lsu football guys if all the hospitals are closed because it's a pandemic yeah right like you yeah. almost need listen people in louisiana haven't taken it seriously but i swear like at this point you almost need like a dallas cowboy players like you need S- yeah. Elliott to do like a commercial and say guys if you don't stay inside i have to stay inside and i can't play football for you in september Right? Like you almost have to tell people there'll be no Cowboys football guys if you don't get it together. That's what people don't seem to realize. Every week that passes, I saw a thing, Mabano, like for a major city and like sort of a town, that if you don't shut down, it adds a week on a misery essentially for every day. Think about that. So four days, yeah, that's a month. You know what I mean? Like just that beach being open for a weekend. That's gonna cause them problems for two months now. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and you're right. The football Uh, You know, you talk about Texas and Florida being slow to react to the pandemic. Well, maybe they need to realize that football could be threatened, you know, in the fall for NFL and college football to maybe take some actions in terms of trying to prevent the spread uh, of the virus. And I read a report, Gabe, earlier today saying the NFL league are open to playing in front of fans as they'll do anything at this point to make sure the NFL season gets up and running as possible.
2: I'll tell you right now, I'll guarantee this there will be no fans at yeah.
1: sporting events. Very real possibility, yeah, absolutely. No, no,
2: it's not a possibility, Babano. It's past possibility. It's past possibility. Like, it's, it's, it's a maybe they're even going to play. Like, at what part? Like, I don't seem to understand. Like, what part don't people get? Like, you're, you can't put 85,000 people in a stadium. Uh, and, guys, as I stated, I'm just speaking facts here that there's going to be a second wave of this right? Like, you know, like the first, like the black plague and stuff about them, it really wiped people out like the second time around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, it, it's crazy that nothing changes, but they've already warned, Dr. Fauci's warned people, it's going to be back. Like, it's still here, but it's going to be back again in like September, October, and it'll be stronger. It'll it'll come in a different form. So we, we won't be able to have fans. So just pulling off the games will be tough. But the problem with Bando for football is there's too many players involved. You know what I'm saying? Like a UFC event, it's like, all right, you know, we've got 10 fighters. We'll keep them separated. They're in the cage. They've all been tested. Football, dude, you, you, you watch college football, Babano. There's 99 kids on the field on the sideline. You've got like 60 players that play. You've got another 40 kids that are standing there without names on their back and jerseys and letter this and freshmen and redshirt that. Uh, Cameramen, cheerleaders, fans. You have to take it all away. I I don't see like how, you know what I mean? And don't forget, these schools are public institutions. So it's going to be deemed irresponsible of them to roll out kids and stuff a ban. Like college, NFL has a better chance of pulling this off than college does.
1: Yeah, I would, I, would, I would agree with that. I think we're, we're definitely going, I think, to no fans when it, when it comes to it. We're trending in that direction. We almost have to. Like, we have to actually think about the situation of the fact that vaccines aren't going to be readily available till 12 to 18 months. And I'd say 18 months is probably more realistic with cures and vaccines that have been adequately tested, that have gone through clinical trials. But the that are is, listen, to combat this thing.
2: we can bet on games without fans, right? Yeah. That's that's the thing. We can bet on games without fed. So like, we'll take it. Yeah, the television networks will take it. Uh, financially, it changes things, but all of our lives financially have been changed up by this. So it's just eventually we all will be. Um, so
1: uh, I was talking. Of, it I just to throw something out, Gabe, about Gary Bettman. People are. I was saying to someone earlier today on on Twitter. You know, Gary Bettman's just going two weeks by two weeks with isolation and continuing the NHL hiatus. Well, he's absolutely desperate. The TV revenue is huge for his league. It's enormous, you know, getting these national TV games on NBC and NBC Sports Network. He's trying to hold on to whatever ridiculous glimmer of hopes don't exist at at this point in time. Uh, But that's why they're doing just these every two weeks updates.
2: Yeah, Yeah, they're also doing that because they don't have to give the money back to people as well. And this, this is something that's going to come into play soon that eventually the leagues are going to have to own up to this. Like, the, put it this way. Like, the NBA, they're not playing a regular season. Everyone knows this. Like, around the NBA. Everyone, you know, the NHL is different, only because the NHL, Babano, they don't have a plan. They don't really, like, you know what I mean? Like, the NBA is actually talking about having the playoffs, like, in Vegas and closing everyone off and they'll live basically like at Mandalay Bay or one of the properties and you'll have different teams that closed hotels and everyone's isolated and all this type of stuff. Hockey, how the hell are you going to do that too with hockey? There's 23 guys on a team. It's just different. There's, you know what I mean? it's, it's The NHL doesn't really have that plan. And batman has been pretty adamant, about it, and NHL general managers have been adamant. They don't want to cut into next year. They're more concerned with starting October on time. The NBA is more adamant on, for some reason, getting a, getting a champion out of this. Like, they they really want to play some sort of
1: tournament, the NBA. It sure but sounds like Barbados, but... and I'm hearing Midwest campuses as options. Yeah, that's not I can't believe happen. I'm hearing this nonsense. Is there right. some magnetic force field keeping the virus from tra- going from place to place and state to state? and? Well, you know why country? they said that, Bobato? Because
2: they said, yeah, Louisville, Louisville Kentucky. Because Kentucky's done a good job with this. Kentucky was like actually the first state to get all panicked about this. And they did a good job. So they're like, well, it's not a hot spot, like you said. So what? You're going to make it a hot spot by
3: bringing everyone there. <laughs> like, exactly right. Yep, 100%. Like, it doesn't,
2: like and another thing you're right about that, it gets me too, when they hear, "Wow, well, there's pockets and it's going to be okay in some parts. It's like, guys, if you think a virus came from a small town in China to here, you think it's not gonna spread from Louisiana to freaking Houston? <laughs> like, what's wrong with people? I don't they don't get it. Like they, and that's the thing. And you know, that's the thing. We can, we'll you know, we'll continue it, but with college battle the NFL, see, the NFL, they're in certain cities. The NFL could actually adapt. The NFL could say, All right, listen, New York, we can't play New York, so the Giants and Jets you guys are going to play your home games in this city, right? Or, you know, they can sort of move like, all right, you guys are all going to be in Arizona here and we're going to set up different, like there's different ways to approach it. I want to do it, but there's different ways. College football, Babano. There is college football being played in every state in America. So by the time September comes, Babano, New York is going to be better. Like New York was sort of first out of the gate here. You know what I'm saying? And in, in a month, every day on the news, you're going to see it's going to be, oh, my God, Florida's really big problems, or Texas. But it's going to be like this for a while. And college football spread out everywhere. And then there'd just be cancellations of games and, oh, we were going to play, but they can't play now because it just broke out there? They're going to be really more challenged, college, uh, Will Babano. But they're going to try to pull it off, too. There's just too much money at stake with this football revenue.
1: That's true. And uh, the, the coronavirus has the virus is trapped state border. Oh, country border. You got to turn around and go home now. Oh, big body of water. Atlantic Oh, it's got to turn around and go back. It's not going to get there. No nonsense. It's ridiculous. People think that way. It, it can get to anywhere in on this globe right now. This virus, as far as as far as football goes, uh, Maranci with it. Uh, I think it's a situation where and I mentioned this about the NHL. Everybody's going to grab each other's hands and jump in the pool at the same time to get the league going. There's not going to be one team or two teams or two I'll tell you what, I'm not holding anyone's
2: hand, and I'm not jumping in any pools anytime soon either. So I hear what you're saying as far as the The analogies. Hold on. People are saying... Hold on, Babano. We'll take a quick break and uh, hold hold your thought there. Nice to see Babano never changes.
3: Get out of grid. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table.
2: Game Time Decisions continues. We're kicking it with Babano, Cam Stewart will step back up and in uh, for the final segment. Uh, we'd have the three of us on, uh, but there's only so much we can do with today's technology. And, you know, I saw Bano you know, the stock market's taking a hit, um, but I'll tell you, uh, Skype and Microsoft are doing well. Skype usage is up 70% uh, right now. And, you know, right now, as we speak, too, players are going to be getting drafted in the NFL draft instead of flying around and meeting with NFL coaches. They've got to do sort of FaceTime, Skype, and, um, you know, anything else that they can. Video interviews, the NFL draft, that's still going on. But me and Cam talked about it earlier. Adam Schefter, the world's gone to hell in a handbasket. Never in a million years would I thought I'd see Adam Schefter ripping the National Football League for holding the draft. But, what are the one thing that we have to bet on still right now, but Babano? Are you getting into the NFL draft? Have you been breaking it down? Uh, or have you been betting on this Belarusian hockey that's still going on? The last league standing, Belarusian hockey. Uh,
1: you know, I honestly didn't know. There were so many experts on Twitter uh, that knew everything about Nicaraguan soccer and Belarus, Belarus, Belarus hockey and all of these obscure uh, sports that are still happening on
2: Twitter but, the other day me on twitter the other day morency who do you like in this belarusian handball woman's game i'm like i don't <laughs> like you know what i mean i'm not betting anything for the sake of betting and you know what i'm about? Yeah. i'm 15 and three since there's been no sports i've made 18 bets i've won 15 of them it's pretty nuts i've won five horse bets in a row um three of them weren't mine they were from uh, capper's corner but i hit the florida derby on my own there uh, I've hit, I'm like 3 or 4-0 and oh in the, you know, the little soccer that I've taken, and I was 6-2 and two in that last UFC card a couple of Saturdays ago, two weeks ago. So it's been a nice little run. I hate to admit it, but I'm probably up more money. I'm not up more money because I'm not betting bigger units on this stuff, but like you know, if you're betting every game, I don't know about you, but me and Cam have talked about this, but this is something where we should learn discipline coming back with Venom. So, you know, you were talking about jumping into a pool, all hands on deck. But like you said, all sports are going to be back. It's going to be a plethora of sports one day, whether it's four months, five months, six months. It's going to happen. All right. The world as we know, it's not going to end. All right. Like the Spanish flu wiped everybody out in 1918 and 1919. You know, whatever. They weren't, you know, we don't talk about the Spanish flu anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Like we will beat this and things will get back to normal. And when they do, I think a lot of sports bettors should realize discipline. I mean, before it would be unheard of not to bet in a day. Now you're sort of getting used to it. So now when there's 40 games back, it's sort of like don't go to the grocery store hungry, Babano. You'll make bad purchases. I've learned discipline through this, and I hope to keep it going once sports do come back.
1: Exactly. And the pool analogy was just my way of saying that all cities will be involved in each of the big leagues. Like, they're going to make sure all teams and all cities will be represented when they open up the leagues. There's not going to be one or two cities. Oh, we're going to, these teams aren't going to play yeah. in the league when it resumes because it's not safe there. They're going to make sure every city that has a team is safe enough. Yeah, what they are they going to say? Oh, the, the
2: NBA's league. back. But yeah, yeah, sorry, Brooklyn. You're not in the playoffs because, yeah, you're, you're out. At because, a hot yeah, spot. You're, you're, you're too many sick people. people. Right. You're out. Like, yeah, right. like you said. And another thing is, too, like with the borders, uh, the borders need to be reopened. Like, we need a sense of normalcy. When I talk about normalcy, it doesn't mean everyone's on a beach together again. But I'm saying, like, NBA players can't play in the NBA. There's a no-fly zone right now. They're in lockdown in their countries. Khabib's in Russia. Uh, Canada, the U.S. border, the longest-standing demilitarized border in the freaking world right now is closed. All right? Like, until that's normalcy. Like, basically, I was reading about that when people were saying, well, what's normalcy? Normalcy means you're allowed to get on an airplane, Babano. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, exactly how that. are you going to have sports leagues yeah. when you can't fly? And like you said, you can't say, well, screw you. Sick. Everyone needs to be better at once, Babano.
1: You're right. Yep, the entire league. In terms of what I've been doing to get back to your question about sports betting, it- a little horse racing only because I know a couple people that send me horse picks the last couple of weeks. Gulfstream, Tampa Bay, foner Park, Will Rogers. I mean, we're down to the real lower level uh, tracks other than maybe Gulfstream, which is one of the still higher profile tracks that have been running the last couple of weeks. And you're just trying to make a couple bucks, or at least in my case, that's what I'm trying to do. You know, you're, I'm not betting big units or big amounts on these. These are just, are you know, or recreational wages. No.
2: Betting horse been, racing every day is dangerous. It is. It's been up and. And down. I know the horse. You know, I know the horse racing business. Like even me at the track every day, I would bet maybe one, one race a night type thing, one or two. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I wouldn't sit there all day and go through the day. That's how you get in trouble.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a couple. There's one horse guy I know that'll play every car, every race on each card. But then there's one that'll pick and choose, you know, a couple of horses from. So what about the, east and Thankfully, esports. I was, uh, it's a great one. Glad you mentioned it. I was almost going to forget to mention it. I have been betting esports because one of my colleagues I do NHL videos with on other platforms is a, a very good esports better. And he studies it year round, he bets it year so round. When
2: I say esports, you're not betting that stupid simulation stuff. Are I'm talking this legends is and legal.
1: D-O-T-A. Yeah, okay. I think is the name of one of them. Flashpoint, I think, is another one. That's the stuff I'm getting involved with, and I've got a buddy that knows it well and has done pretty well with it. So I'm tailing to some of his uh, action when it comes to esports. So it's esports and ponies right now, uh, essentially, is what I'm looking at right now. I haven't looked at the NFL draft very much. I will probably will as we get closer to it. I mean, Roger Goodell wants to house that damn thing in his mansion, whatever it takes at this point to get the NFL draft going. He's going to do it. It's going ahead regardless oh, of what can... it, any objections uh, anybody has.
2: You can ask me and Cam about anything for the NFL draft. You should, we, we, we renamed this show Draft Time Decisions. Dude, we've broken like, down every position, should. every conference, every player. Like you name somebody, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he'll go here, the prop is this. Like,
1: Same with um, NFL free agency decisions. That's essentially what everybody's got to talk about the last couple of weeks in the sports world.
2: Yeah, the, well, that's why the NFL wants to keep it rolling, right? And they, they don't want to fall behind the eight ball. They don't yeah. want to find, uh, fall behind the eight ball either, but – it's got to be tough. So, you know, you're a handicapper. You wake up every day and you now you're, you know, how long does it take? People wake up. And you always forget, right? Like some, I'm telling you, like and I've been through a lot of bad things in life where even if someone dies, you wake up the next morning for that split second, your brain isn't on yet. You know what I'm saying? You sort of wake up and then it'll hit you. Oh, yeah, this sucks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, for me, it's I wake up and I look out the window and I see New York City and I just see it's not normally New York. Like, normally when I wake up, there's, like, honk, honk, and, like, helicopters, and, like, it's, like, it's like, you know, it's like a movie. It's, like, loud and, like, over the top. I wake up and it's, like, a ghost town, and you lose track of time, basically. All uh, right? And then it kicks in. It's like, oh, yeah, this sucks. Now, fortunately, we're still. Having a fun time doing that, but it is tough because I'm the same way. Listen, I live for this stuff of battle. I used to wake up and say, All right, you know what, let's crunch down these numbers. I'd already know overnight, actually. Like, all right, tomorrow I'm gonna be betting this most likely. And you know, the exhilaration of throughout the day, the games and breaking them all down, all taken away overnight like that.
1: Yeah, it's painful. And to be honest, it's funny I'm with you, Gabe. It's April first today. And it's really the turn of the month, going from March to April, where it's finally hit me and it makes me think of Beavis and Butthead in the nineties. I watch this show all the time the, all the time. Butthead's quote, this is this sucks more than anything that has ever sucked before. You know, is one of <laughs> his favorite famous quotes. And I fully yeah. agree with that. That's the way I feel right now. And turning the calendar to April. Gabe today is really when it hit me that, wow, this is starting to really get on my nerves and and, and be a, a, an issue, be something that's really starting to make me upset more and more. Well, it's going to upset fine. you more when you're missing Thai cat games in June and July. You're going to be like, I can't believe this. The like, first couple <laughs> of weeks I've been fine. I've, I've found other sports to bet. I've been binge watching a ton of shows on television getting that's caught up. That's the thing though, because
2: everyone says, the everyone says, Hey, You get a chance to just sit at home and watch TV. What are people complaining about? And it's actually a good point. But the problem is there's no sports on TV. (laughs) Exactly. Like imagine if someone said, hey, whatever, you know, you don't have to leave the house ever. You know what I mean? We're going to pay, you know, you're going to get paid. Don't worry. Uh, Chill out. Just you got to stay. It's basically like a prolonged. If you would have told people this before, yeah, don't worry. You're not going to go to work for two months and you're going to get a check and you're not going to get kicked out and. People will say, all right, I'll take it. I just got to sit at home and watch TV. Uh, but then once they realize, oh, I don't like staying inside all the time. And and then conversely, there's no sports on TV. Because imagine right now, Babano, if there was wall-to-wall sports on TV, no one would even care about the virus. I hate to sound cold, but it's true. People would be like, ah, whatever, man. The basketball game's on. I <laughs> think they, We'd they'd... all be betting away, and people would be like, it yeah. would sort of be like, yeah, yeah, there's a virus out there, but... There's a game on, so I don't care, right? Like, we there, get distracted by this stuff.
1: There is definitely some truth to that. Coronavirus pandemic without sports, uh, it feels like, geez, what's going on here? I can't oh, take yeah. this anymore. Coronavirus with sports still going as
2: if there was and- baseball, me every night, you think people like, you know what I mean? Like people wouldn't be crying as much. It wouldn't be. They'd be watching, they'd be like, oh, I'm watching every baseball game.
1: They, I know, because would be blowing I would not crying as much. Yeah, <laughs>
2: every pitch, every everything would be analyzed. And you know what I mean? Like, like that's that's the whole thing. People, um, you know, they don't realize. And another thing I found ironic as well, though, is we're all locked in here. We're all self-isolated and all this stuff. But what what do we all talk about the most? I don't hear you saying I miss going for a walk in the park, Babano. Yeah, you're a pretty pale dude. You don't get out much to begin with. I know you like to go to your local brewery and uh, you like to go to soup festivals once a year. And, you know, you go out and, you know, you socialize and have some drinks. But I'm stating everyone's complaining about being inside and stuff all the time. But what's going to happen when sports come back? People are going to stay inside and watch sports. <laughs> so you'll be like, hey, you can go outside again. Yeah, yeah, but the, uh, the NBA semifinals are on now. <laughs> so exactly. I'm not going to go out now. Right. So it's funny. Like, it's like the human condition. You always want what you don't have or what what changes the
1: I'm telling you what, I've I actually done my daily walks for the most part the last few weeks. I've never in a million years seen uh, as many people walking around the, the, the area as I've seen the last couple of weeks. Everybody's walking. Everybody's got to get out of those and some so when exercise. When you go out, do you wear a and mask and hair. have gloves
2: and all this type of stuff?
1: No. No no, 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 no. No gloves. There, even there, there's some there's some precautions you have to take. To there's there's this belief that oh, uh, the mask will do. So everything what do you do? You what, what do you, you load me.
2: up, on, A did you go get beer? You got a bunch of a bunch of bottles of beer? I'm assuming.
1: Yeah, I did, but unfortunately, all the local craft beer breweries have now been shut down uh, in this province. Uh, so what? Only
2: big box stuff, loud, like basically. But, so
1: and they don't even really. And some have even shut down home delivery. Some have shut down options to go to the bottle shop and pick up the beer. The LCBO is still open. So that's what I've got right now at at my disposal. The LCBO is open. They've got craft beers there. So that's what I'm, uh, and I'm going there once a week, once every two weeks. I'm not one of those people that's going to rush to the store every two days at a time like this. Stock up, get what you need for a couple weeks, go back in two weeks and get what you need at that time.
2: Now, I see a lot of people are playing the stock market right now. And you were talking about how it was funny about how, like, all these sports bettors that never, they don't know anything about Nick, couldn't pick Nicaragua off a map. Uh, but they're, they're expert, you know, they're, they're selling picks and stuff for these leagues uh, and uh, and everything. I've noticed this with stocks as well. Sort of, you know, quite a few sports guys. I know, listen, Drew Martin's into the stock market a bit. I know I see he, he is, talks yep. about it. Yeah. I've, I've seen, like, a lot of people in the gaming world start to get into it a little bit. And listen, I follow news and I do read, I I read up on the stock market quite a bit, or at least on, you know, I'm not totally oblivious as most people are. But that's why I'm weary of it. Yet I'm actually considering it now. The thing is, Babano, I'm better with sort of bigger stocks. Like I see a lot of people are playing like, oh, I bought it at 40 cents and they hope it goes up to 50 and then they sell it right away and stuff like that. I find that I'll get burnt doing that. So. It's crossed my mind. Have you considered starting to play the stock market at all now with no sports?
1: I've considered it. I haven't yet. But the more time goes on in the hiatus last year, I might be more inclined to look into you know smart investments. Now, obviously, you might have missed the best price these days. But what's getting the biggest jump from this? It's Skype. It's Internet providers. It's virtual conference Companies that provide software for virtual video conferencing—they're getting all kinds of boost from this because everybody's at home, everybody's yeah, we working, missed, everybody's we using video conferences. Yeah, and it, we missed the spike. Exactly. Now come on, so you're that. give us a prediction. Now, uh, you've missed. I already it. told you that. I told
2: you this Skype stock was. I'm mean, just repeating what I told you like ten minutes ago now.
1: And video conferencing. So at this point, you've got to look into companies that are going to be able to. You know, you would think there's going to be motor companies that, when travel before all of that happens, and then you'll be able to buy at a very low price. I know oil is a very contentious subject right now with what's happening with the oil prices at this point in time. I know the Canadian dollars uh, slumped a little bit. The U.S. dollar is actually performing pretty well right now. But stock market, everything's on the – that's a a quote that I hear every leader using these days, Gabe. Everything is on the table. I guess you could say that for me right now. Maybe stock market investing is on the table at some point.
2: Listen, it's a dangerous, it's like horse racing. Stock market betting can be very dangerous. Um, day trading, et cetera. Yeah. But you know what I think is a good angle, actually? Um, some places out there, they have sort of props. You can bet, will the market go up? Will it go down, right? Like uh, different countries' markets. We um, you know over, under Dow points and stuff like that.
1: That's an appealing betting strategy. Yeah, that's, uh, that's
2: uh, not Bababano as opposed to... Because I got to be honest, what the hell do you and I know about some robotics company somewhere? All right, a robot, they're, they're yeah. going to make you, know, I mean, they've yeah. got a contract coming in two months. I don't know. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why, like, people in the stock, uh, the stock stuff is tough. <laughs> like, yeah. like there's a lot of insiders, you know, knowledge, um, you know, when it, when it comes to that stuff.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like the same reason why I've never been a fisherman or done much fishing in my lifetime. I suck at it. I don't know enough about it. <laughs> I don't have time to do it, so I stay out of it. And the stock market, it's kind of been that way for me for years. I've never gotten involved with that. I've got RSP mutual funds with the bank that I have. That's it. But in terms of stock trading, not at all that I gotten involved with it. And unless things come to dire straits for me, I don't see myself rushing to it at this point well, either, I think- in the middle of this uh, pandemic.
2: I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll, I'm going to, I'm going to remember this like a politician. Your quote is going to be on, uh, on file and on record. And, uh, basically, so when you're selling stock, uh, picks like gambling picks, Babano stock com yep, and up. stuff like that, I'm going to say hey, Babano. Cause I recall you used to rag on soccer and then I've seen you pimping soccer. All right. So <laughs> I remember. I, every I do not day.
1: sell picks for soccer and I never will. I, I can guarantee that. All right. Although I've relented on my hate for it, I, I agree with you there. I have.
2: All right, uh, stay safe, Babano. Uh, hopefully, um, hopefully we get things uh, back to normal sooner rather than later. But it's good, to, good, good to catch up with you. And uh, hopefully we have uh, CFL something something L F L You know, too bad XFL got taken away.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm as upset as anybody. Basically,
2: let's anymore. just hope we have something in our lives besides uh, FML. We'll put it that way. Get on the grid. Thanks for
1: battle. Thanks, Gabe.
4: Sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com.
0: Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday. A part of the Black Effect on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Game time decisions. I am Gabriel Ramsey. Get on the grid. I'm on the grid, and so is the raging redhead, Cam Stewart. Uh, Cam, we haven't taken, uh, we haven't taken any questions yes. uh, yet. <laughs> it's, almost, uh, it's almost my favorite, uh, my favorite time of the show. Uh, when yep. we take the uh, the viewers' uh, questions, is that you guys are all over the place? We got some strange cats that tune in uh, <laughs> to our show. Uh, we'll just say uh, we have kind of a regular uh, question here. Uh, will any NHL team be financially screwed if they don't play and sort of be forced to sold, be sold or fold
3: wow. uh, after the fact? That's so, no. I don't. I'm not. I'm not so I sure about that. But I don't think so. But I can tell you one thing. Uh, every day of this, the Florida Panthers are getting. I think I think that team almost needs to be retracted. Like this Southern experiment in Florida, it sucks. It's it's actually a laughing stock. The Florida Panthers don't have home games, Gabe. If they play the Canadians, it's eighty percent Canadians fans. The Leafs, eighty percent Leaf fans. They had a cu- couple people there. They're giving vodka away with tickets. Like enough is enough, Gary. It works in Carolina because at least the Kaniacs come out. But this Florida thing, I'd rather retract them and bring a team to Cleveland or something.
2: There's bigger failures than uh, than Florida, but they're bad. Uh,
3: I think Ottawa.
2: You know, if there's oh, one yeah. team that could be a problem, it could be Ottawa. I agree with uh, that. With yeah. with Eugene Melnick, he's always crying about money yeah. to begin with, and he's in the pharmaceutical business. So I don't know. Maybe he's profiting off of this stuff. For all I know, I don't know. But you know, as far as the NHL, I would say Ottawa uh, would be that team that I'd be they're a little bad. bit concerned about. Now, what what is interesting, in in, in the same sort of um, in the same vein uh, are the Houston Rockets and Tillman Fertitta, who we actually had on our show uh, before. But Tillman Fertitta and the Houston Rockets, he's laying off a lot of people pretty quickly, comparable to other companies and to other, other sports owners. And if you look, uh, supposedly there's a little bit of concern now in the NBA about his finances and not that he he lied his way into the league or anything like that. But, Cam, if you look at Tillman Fertitta's businesses, okay, he owns the Golden Nugget casinos. That's a problem. Golden Nugget casinos are closed. Correct. Casino, casinos are closed right now. And in fact, every casino in America is closed. So the casino business is closed. He's got online stuff, but clearly it's hitting the gambling industry hard. Um, so Golden Nugget is closed. He owns the Houston Rockets. There's no revenue coming in. No, nope, no basketball. Yeah, right. Yep. There's no revenue coming in. It's just going out right now. Not to mention the Rockets actually took a hit from that China stuff earlier in the year more than any other team did financially. It cost him a lot there. And the whole reason he had money to begin with, that he was able to buy the Rockets and to be able to buy the Golden Nugget casinos, uh, was he's in the restaurant business.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's no uh,
2: that's so, horrible. Like, yep. talk about the sky falling. And listen, I know there's people at home that you know having a hard time buying a loaf of bread right now. So we're not like, oh, we're not saying, oh, it's you know saddest story ever. But I'm just stating, like, if you talk about a guy that's getting screwed over by this right now, all three, and I'm sure he has some other revenue, but you know what I mean? His yeah. three staples, Ken: casinos closed, basketball oh. rockets closed, oh. restaurants, and his restaurants. They don't do takeout. No, he's uh-huh. basically it's. Um, They're like five-star steakhouses.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't do takeout. No,
2: No, so he's really been hit. Like, he's got all these. And I guess he sells stuff to other five-star steakhouses, like meats and stuff.
3: Right. Yeah, think about that. Lobster costs, like meat, high-end cuts. Like, this guy probably has things loaded for a while when this happened. That stuff all goes to waste. The wholesaling cost, buddy. I worked in a. I worked in a restaurant. My guy used to order wings and fries and stuff, and the bill was crazy. What are you going to do in a steakhouse like that? You're right. Horrible.
2: Yeah. So all three of his. It's tough. Like it's basically, wow, well, I got three different businesses going, and they're all all going to crash at once, right? And ding, <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Uh, suddenly uh, problems uh, begin to arise. All right. So uh, we've got. Um, All right, this is interesting because we got a couple of, like, wacky, weird-ass questions. (laughs) What else is new? (laughs) Yeah. We've got a couple of wacky, weird-ass questions, and we've got a couple of sort of normal um, uh, sports uh, questions. Uh, A lot of questions about sports with no fans um, uh, moving uh, moving forward. Um, Will it affect, you know, how is it going to affect Point spreads and totals, which is a good question by Hobgoblin. Actually, um, moving forward to no fans, how will the play, play on the court or a field? Refing totals, effort, adrenaline, etc. One thing I can tell you, and there's a small sample size from this, but from the Australian Football League, they played one week without fans. Yeah, and a lot of people wondered, "Wow, this team really has a big home field advantage. Yeah. Will uh... it be any different?" And it wasn't. Right, right, Like West Coast, they were 19 and a half point home favorites. They won by 27 without fans. Yeah. Like basically almost every home team won camp for the most part, actually. So, and I've always said this, the the road trip isn't tough for teams because of of uh, the fans. It's tough because of the travel and the environment and the circumstances. Yep. And I've even heard like, I've heard like players say when it's really loud and people... Like, number one, like, I've sat courtside before NBA many times, and I really realized last time when I was at the Knick game, because I was literally on the floor on the floor, and it was loud to hear. It was hard to hear. Like, it's sort of a wall of noise. You can't really hear specific people yelling things, Cam. You just want to hear a, music blasting. But it's annoying. And, a wall of noise is annoying. Nah, right? but the thing is... Like, look, the Seattle 12th, man, yeah, they've caused a couple of people to jump offside and stuff, yeah. but I've heard players say they just pretend people booing them or cheering them. <laughs> like, it doesn't... I'm saying, Cam, you're so deep in concentration, you don't hear fans. So, like, well, you know, referees are interesting that it... Um, referees are interesting because refs definitely do seem to be influenced uh, yep. by uh, <laughs> by the home... You know, the, the, sure. the loud... You know, the crowd and the loudness of it all and stuff, but... I still think LeBron gets a call from an NBA ref, whether there's fans or not.
3: Yeah, he'll probably get more. There's no, <laughs> you know, who knows, right? That's the thing, right? It's like, hey, no fans, don't worry. Just listen to LeBron. He's the king. No, I got to tell you, Gabe, but uh, it's going to be interesting to, to, to think though, college was the big deal. That's where, you know, you're the underdog. You get the, you get on that run, the fans. That's why like playing in front of no fans for an underdog as in the NCAA is a disaster. You're right. At the pro level, these guys have been there, done that before. They've been in any type of situation. doesn't so, it affect them. Yeah, no. yeah, exactly. It affects kids, though. It's a good question, time. though. I don't believe it'll
2: have a, a major effect. Would you uh, think Or, yeah.
3: because, because of the home court? Like, how are they going to adjust? I guess the Sabermetrics people in the analytics, they'll go through the number, and home court wouldn't be factored in as much in the point spread or money line.
2: Well, that's the thing. Let's say they hypothetically did play, you know, on a neutral court everywhere. There's going to be a lot of pickups, yeah, because like, in you know one and a halves and stuff. Like games, playoff games that would have been, oh, this home team is favored by five and a half. <laughs> Suddenly they'll be one and a half or whatever. Like it is a good so point spreads. It'll it will affect it a little bit, but I think we even we overvalue that. Like in football, it's three points. Basketball, what does it really mean? There are a lot of teams that are very good on the road. You know, that's the one thing when it comes to sports gambling. There's no real one answer for everything, right? You know, like there's sort of the blanket, oh, this team played last night, so they're going to lose tonight. Not really. Oklahoma City Thunder were like 10-3 and against the spread or something on back-to-back. The Pelicans
3: were like 5-0 and at one point. I would beg to differ. Me and Vince use that strategy. In in hockey, if you lose the first, you come back to the team in the second, and almost always wins. It's like a doubleheader. It gets split a lot. Just because the team lost, you think they're just going to pack it in the next game? And the one thing is they get fired up for the first period and the second period when they still have adrenaline. It usually catches up to them on the third when they're a little bit tired. But I'm telling you, man, yeah, I I agree with that 100%, buddy. All right, so here's a uh, pressing uh, question from our boy Pete uh,
2: Pete. on Twitter. uh, Says, uh, Blanche from the Golden Girls. Yes. Yes or no? Oh, boy. Uh, it sounded like you didn't hesitate. You just said yes right away, but Blanche from the Golden Girls.
3: If I, if I was lonely and hadn't had sex in a while and I saw her at a piano bar, probably yes. After I, a couple of drinks. If I, if I was a guy that had, like, regular sex or just well, look, broke she's, up. She's throat. the
2: only one, like, let's be yeah. here. She's the only doable one on the show.
3: I could have sex with Estelle Getty. That's just not, or B. Arthur. No, that's... Uh, I don't care how many you give me two bottles of Kiel, I'll still walk out the door or crawl. Uh, yeah, uh, Blanche, meh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you and the other chick from Hot in Cleveland or whatever. What's her name? Uh, the stupid one from uh, Minnesota. What's her name? Uh, Davis. What's her What's her name again? Now you know the one I'm talking about. She's in every sitcom. You wouldn't do her either.
2: <laughs>
3: what, what's her name, Gabe? You know the one, a popular one. She's in everything, like commercials. Oh, The Golden Girls. Yeah, yeah. There's Blanche. Uh, Estelle Getty's uh, beat Arthur, her the, the other one, the dumb one, and they made her from like a weird state that's kind of like slow snow uh, log too, kind of like uh, you know it's weird. Right? Rita, Rita something, God, I don't remember her name. I can't believe I'm making out like this. This is brutal. <laughs> <laughs> strong Will Dorothy Spacey Rose, Rose, yes, Rose Spacey Rose, that's her name. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um Betty White. <laughs> I thought I'm an
2: idiot. Oh Betty White. What? Oh, yes. I'm thinking of the I'm thinking of the regular the character in the show. I mean you're talking about Betty White. No. Betty White is White's right. like everyone's grandmother. You can't sleep with Betty White. Saying it's a great question. No, no, though. Betty Betty
3: White used to be hot in the old days, though. In the old days you definitely like during the what show was she also in? Uh, Mary Tyler Moore. You, you'd have sex with her back then, definitely. And her friend wrote it too. But uh, no, we're not we're not overly enthusiastic about a night out no. with Blanche. Yeah, I agree. Like Blanche should be have to be like pretty rock bottom. I got no money. Like I haven't had sex in so long. Just say I need company. But uh, I'm yeah, gonna pass. These times of isolation, though. <laughs> Great point. Excellent point.
2: And we're getting asked everything. We got asked about superpowers and um, weird questions. Here's like Kyle. Kyle in Atlanta. If you could become an animal after you die, what kind of, what would you be? But it can't be a dog. I don't think I'd want to be a dog, anyways. I'd be a bear. A bear? Huh?
3: Well, yeah, yeah. You're kind of like a bear already. I'm be Like a bear? I could just kill salmon in the river. I go in the woods. All i got to do is watch out for hunters. If they if they fall asleep, I kill them. Uh, there's a lot to like about a bear. Pretty easy living. You just hang out in the stream all day and just poke fish with my claws. Sounds like a pretty uh, good life. <laughs> <laughs> just reach in. Like, uh, especially,
2: too, no one messes with you besides, like, hunters. Like, uh, I, I'm With a
3: gun, I feel pretty good that I can take on anything. Bear. Yeah. I think, oh, you-, you know, lion's pretty good, but good but there's poachers too so you got to yeah, watch your- lions too
2: everyone's coming at you all the time i was thinking lion or tiger eagle would be pretty cool fly oh, around yeah. as an eagle yeah, birds yeah no one really messes you with you as an eagle either like
3: yeah you, you get fly real high you come down Give scoop my- things up because birds live a long time some of them too so you get uh, the bonus years right yeah like a wise and they're smart too owl yeah good call good call i'm thinking, I'm thinking eagle yeah, I like that. I'd be an owl if I was a bird. He can turn his head all the way around, too. Always on. Uh, he's got a lot of good. You see? You can see what's coming up. Some guy tries to sneak up on you. You already got eyes in the back of your head. Owls hey, are very smart.
2: It's going to be like, uh, but you end up, uh, with my luck, I'd be an eagle. I'd end up at Philadelphia Eagle games. I'd be that eagle. i fly up. and fly back yeah. up.
3: Keep, well, game, put game back in the cage. Then they let you fly, and you try to get away, and they catch you. Oh, geez, yeah. That would suck. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: What about yeah, gritty? Uh, uh, this is gritty. These guys don't stop with gritty. I want to know who I, he is. Who, who's the man behind gritty? It's like gritty might be charged. No, it's like Michael Thompson might be charged. Like it's not the damn animal; it's the person inside. Like they call no. got a new name now, gritty. Like oh, look, I don't. Look. I don't want to be reborn as gritty. <laughs> no, 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 gritty. gritty gets a lot of. A lot of press. They should worry about nice. the. One of the hottest teams in the league, and they talk about gritty. What else All we right. got? Our boy Tommy Z, uh,
2: ask about um, ask about Atlantic City as a potential. NBC Sports is reporting the NBA is looking at Atlantic City wow. as a potential uh, spot to play the NBA playoffs. And uh, my answer to that is, uh, does Adam Silver not watch the news?
3: Yeah, like Atlantic City is pretty close to Philly
2: and uh, other players. It's not like, it's yeah. New Jersey It's like New York. It's just yep. as bad. Like, well, it, it, they're ideas. Like, I'm going to start punching people. You got Jay Williams wants to play in a cruise ship. Yeah. The cruise ship. What are you, insane? And, back- uh, yeah. and
3: yeah, now Atlantic
2: City, no, that's not good either. It's, I, I, I don't know if anywhere is good at this point, Cam. I got to be honest. I, I'm getting worn out.
3: You know get it before, if there's a tow board, Vegas makes sense. There's multiple arenas, multiple facilities. That's where it'll work. If it goes anywhere, it goes to Vegas. Yeah, Pretty Vegas. Simple.
2: Vegas is definitely the most feasible. Listen, Atlantic City, similar situation. Actually, it is, but there's you know you could pull it off. They have the Boardwalk Arena and stuff, but there's more arenas in Vegas because there's yeah. another thing. It'd be you, you'd have to do this really quickly, so you might have to have like multiple games going on at once, um, kind of like the regular playoffs, right? So Thomas and Mack Center, T-Mobile and MGM or whatever or Mandalay. Yeah. Right, but we're getting ahead of ourselves right now. But no, Tommy, I do not believe that Atlantic City is a viable option.
3: No, uh, it, it won't. No, I, I agree with you, it's not happening in Atlantic City. You
2: notice the NHL is not coming up with anything like that. Oh, we're gonna go play in Sweden,
3: we're gonna think. quarantine ourselves. I, 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 no, no, you go in your N- NHL feed, it's like we hope there's hockey. Next story, we hope there's hockey. We hope there's hockey a couple weeks later. Like it's the same story, just made hey, you. It's like these guys, hey, you guys. Maybe take a tip from the NBA, have a meeting. You don't want to be uh, caught off guard when you come back. If you do, I think they're just sort of, I think they're, they're digging in.
2: Yeah. I think they're digging in and realizing they're in
3: trouble. Yeah. Oh, they Yeah. They're in big trouble. I think,
2: I think think that's what that, uh, that's what that uh, comes down to. So, yeah, we love, we love the questions uh, from you guys. You guys are all nut jobs. I love them. we're be people are starting to come to the realization actually about no fans. Yes. Uh, moving forward in sporting events, and that is something that we have we have brought up on you know, on countless occasions that it's going to be a privilege and we're going to be lucky just to get sports back. I agree. Don't think you're getting like you're going to be able to go to the game. No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No no, no no no. So hey, like we'll just take take it on TV. Take take it on TV. It's as simple as that, right? I brought it up. Uh, I brought it up in the past, though. Kev. it'll be the irony. Everybody's dying to get outside, but as soon as you know, hey, you can go outside. But yeah, but the game is on now. The playoffs yeah. are on now.
3: Exactly. Hey, man, I haven't seen you in like a, a year. You want to come to my barbecue? Nah, it's okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I'm gonna keep on social distancing. <laughs> I'm just gonna watch the playoffs on TV. That's right. Uh, so, right now. My new life, permanently. See ya. Yep. Yeah. I'm with-